Are you feeling the stress of the holidays right now? Actually, I don't know how anyone can escape it. It's all around us. Today, I have six Christmas budgeting tips to help take some of that holiday stress off of you and hopefully also to help you stay on budget. So everyone dreams of living a life of abundance, but here's the harsh truth. Having a higher income doesn't guarantee spending wisdom. And your toys may eventually suffocate you financially. Are you there yet? In fact, 8 million people earning over six figures are actually living paycheck to paycheck. But it's time we change that for you. Welcome to Budgeting Brilliance, a podcast for busy career-focused moms feeling stuck between mounting credit cards and cars. I'm Shauna Lay a family budgeting expert specializing in tools that corporate moms can use to change their perspective of budgeting as a necessary evil to being an empowering tool to make smarter decisions. If you've been looking for a budgeting network focused on more than just frugal living, you're in the right place. Stop letting your finances dictate your life. First and foremost, if you don't have a Christmas sinking fund, please stop what you're doing right now and get your budget out and calculate a Christmas sinking fund for 2024. Now, an average amount that people are spending is about 1% to 2% of your annual income. So let's say if you make $100,000 a year, that's $1,000 for Christmas spending or about $83 a month for that sinking fund. That seems about right for what our family tends to spend. I mean, sometimes it might be a little bit more from time to time, depending on different family events and things like that. But that's a good place to at least start because nothing dampens Christmas spirit like not having enough money to spend. I've been there because there was a time when all I could do was to set aside a few dollars a month in a Christmas account. But it was a start. Once we had kids and their expectations became higher, the amount definitely had to be increased. And it was at a time when it seemed like everybody was having kids. It was like this huge explosion of children that we had to buy presents for. And it became stressful. Because not only was I trying to manage my own family, Then all these expectations of everyone else and all the Christmas parties, it came to a point where we were very stressed about how much money it was going to take to fulfill Christmas expectations. And then you start trying to scramble and see how much you can do for the least amount of money, which adds a whole nother level of stress because then you're trying to look through all the sales ads at all the different stores and then run around trying to find that one gift that may or may not be on the shelf any longer. Ugh. So let's just be honest with ourselves. Come up with a budget, create a sinking fund, but you have to stick to it. So sticking to it is my next tip. Once you have that amount established, it's best to avoid credit cards at this time of year because It can just be a little too tempting to overcharge for an item that you wouldn't have done if you had that cash in your hand, right? Now, it does probably take a little bit more planning, maybe even some creativity 
to stick to a budget during this time of year, but it is possible. And you may have to make some adjustments to other parts of your budget to identify if you need to ratchet down on some of those things because you may probably overextend on an item here and there. But the key here is just don't overdo it. Now, along those lines of Christmas gift buying stress, let's have those tough conversations with family, friends, and coworkers and come up with alternative gift exchange ideas. If you really put your heads together, you can probably come up with a happy medium that everyone will enjoy. I know in our family, it came to a point where, as I mentioned, we had so many children. And having children and all the adults and all the expectations, we came to an agreement that at least for a a while before our kids became older, we decided to do children-only Christmas time. That's right. We only purchased presents for the kids. Now, I say that we did all collect money separately for the grandparents, but as far as a gift exchange goes, we only purchase gifts for the kids. You could also try to come up with different price limits for your gift exchanges that you do have. Consider $25 cap or a $50 cap. Depending on what your cap has been in previous years, consider changing it slightly. Instead of buying gifts for one another for your friends, if you have a big group, consider just getting together and doing something Simple, like a recipe exchange where everyone selects a dish and writes the recipes out on cards and everyone gets together and eats and enjoys the meals that were brought and just spend the day together. You could also pitch in and buy one larger gift. Like I had mentioned, all of the kids uh, for my husband's side of the family, we all pitch in and buy the grandparents a large gift. Now we could buy that that could end up being one gift for the two grandparents or one gift for each grandparent. It all depends on your family. Now, this goes for parents, grandparents, bosses, things like that, where it makes sense that multiple people could pitch in together to buy that gift. And I don't know, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just getting cranky with age, but I tend not to like gift exchanges. It's one of those things that I don't think that's a wise use of anyone's money to buy gifts that no one wants or to receive gifts that you don't plan on keeping. Okay, so I'm going to give you permission to opt out of a gift exchange because you don't have to participate if you don't want to. Trust me, I do it every so often. It's okay to be on the sidelines, taking the pictures, cheering everyone on, you know, being in the laughter in the moment. But I get it. Some people feel that you just need to participate and that's okay too. You do you. Another idea that you may want to consider is instead of a gift exchange, what if everyone came together and volunteered at an organization to give back to the community? It can be a very rewarding experience for everyone and a feel-good moment that will last for ages. Okay. So moving on to the next tip, how about finding ways to save money on the gifts that you are buying? So if you're buying gifts online, always, always go to topcashback.com or Rakuten 
Before placing that order, you'll probably find that between these two websites, they have cashback offers for the websites that you're shopping. You may be able to get anywhere from 3 to 10% cashback, and sometimes it's even higher during the holidays because they really want to entice you to shop from their websites. You know, I started using Top Cashback back in 2015, and since then, it says that I've received over $1,100 in cashback, and that's in cash because I opt for cash instead of the gift cards or credit to different stores, which you could do as well. But I just find it more convenient to put that money back into my bank account. And that averages out to about $135 a year, which isn't bad because these were places that I was shopping at anyway. So why not just take a few minutes to go and look and see if there is a cashback offer? Over the past few years, I've actually become more strategic on how I use top cashback. Let's say you're planning a vacation for five days somewhere. Why not first go to a website like booking.com or hotels.com and do some comparison shopping? Now, both of those websites are on top cashback, giving you back 4 to 10% of cashback on your hotel stay. So for those five days that you were planning on staying anyway, getting 10% cash back is not a bad use of your time. I also do it for my regular online target purchases where you can get one, sometimes 2% back by using those websites, even 8% back at Sam's. I don't believe Costco participates, but there's so many more websites, Old Navy, Macy's. You would be surprised how many different websites there are out there that participate in the cashback program. So with just a little bit of planning, you can save money without too much effort. If you are planning to travel for the holidays, don't forget to use a site like booking.com along with top cashback to get that cashback. But also what I like to do during travel time is utilize GasBuddy's travel planner. If you just type in GasBuddy travel planner into Google, you'll get to GasBuddy's site where they help you calculate the cost of fuel to your destination. And you can even do a round trip calculation. So you would have a much better idea based on the gas mileage of your vehicle and the areas that you're traveling as to how much gas is going to cost you. So you can do better planning in advance. Now, all you would have to do after that, now that you have your hotel and your, your fuel for your travel, is just to factor in food costs while you're on the road. Next is a really quick and creative idea for those of you who are Christmas card senders. Instead of mailing Christmas cards, which are great, I mean, don't get me wrong, I am someone that likes a well-thought-out, handwritten thank you card, but you can also email those Christmas cards. And if you use something like Canva.com, you can even insert a video. Uh, it could be a video that you took of the family saying Happy Holidays, Merry Christmas to everyone. It's one of those things that it just kind of reminds me of Harry Potter where they had those pictures where people would move in the, in the photo. Uh, so that, that's what video Christmas cards kind of remind me of. Now, creating these in Canva are free. 
although there are paid options in Canva, but you don't really need to do that for simple Christmas cards. And there's so many templates out there, it just makes it super easy to create. So if you didn't think you had time to get those Christmas cards out there, so if you didn't think you had time to send Christmas cards this year, log on to Canva and create a quick and quirky virtual video Christmas card today. Now this last tip may seem odd. It may actually kind of sting a little depending on who you are. But once you buy all of your gifts, log into your emails and your text messages and unsubscribe to all businesses. Ideally, you want to pause going to social media networks as well because they are targeting you with ads that continuously bombard you and entice you into continuing to spend money. I do this actually periodically just to reduce the overload of what's coming into my inbox. But for some of you, this may be an uncomfortable step because you might start having FOMO, fear of missing out. But don't worry, you could always go and rejoin anyone's email list later on if it's really that important to you. But I promise you that it's a good practice to do. Just every now and then, go into your emails and just start hitting unsubscribe, unsubscribe. It'll take a little bit of time for you to actually get off of their list, but maybe, just maybe, it'll help you focus on those New Year resolutions come January. Okay, so there you have it. Let's recap the tips that I shared with you were have a sinking fund, a Christmas sinking fund, because holidays in and of itself is stressful enough than for you to be having to stress over finding money to spend on Christmas. Tip number two is trying to avoid using credit cards during this time of year and perhaps stick with cash to help ensure that you stick to your budget. Number three, consider alternative gift exchange ideas with family, friends, and coworkers. Number four is utilize cashback websites when you buy your Christmas gifts. Number five, is using Canva for emailing Christmas cards, especially video-based Christmas cards this year. And number six, unsubscribe to emails and text messages from businesses to help you remain focused and avoid enticing you to continuing to spend money during the holidays. And actually, I have a bonus tip here. And my bonus is that if you don't have an idea of what to get yourself or a close family member, consider giving the gift of a better financial outlook with my Budget Mastery membership. Now through the end of the year, I am offering limited time discounts on my one-on-one services, and together I'll help you walk through the four-step foundational budgeting system, and you'll be able to create an annual budget for the entirety of 2024. So no more budgeting month by month for you. Stop putting off budgeting and go to sanitysense.com and click on Budget Mastery and get ready for 2024. So friends, I hope you realize now that budgeting isn't difficult. You just have to be intentional. All of these steps that I mentioned today, just take a little bit of intentionality, a little bit of planning, but it isn't difficult if you just continue to take the right steps forward. 
I hope you found value in one of these tips could at least help you to reduce your holiday stress so that you can take a moment to enjoy the festivities of the holiday instead of the chaos that could consume you. And with that, I hope you get out there and budget brilliantly. So friends, I hope you found value in today's episode and that it encouraged you in some way to take an action towards focusing on your budget. If you would like to snag some free budgeting resources like a quick starter kit, debt elimination workbook, just head on over to my website, sanitysense.com. That's sanitysense, C-E-N-T-S dot com. And if you liked today's episode, please consider leaving a five-star review so you can help others find this message and get the budgeting help that they've been longing for too. So here's to budgeting your best life.